0: Hello, and welcome to the next edition of the Work Healthy podcast. I'm John Ryan, and you're very welcome. Today's podcast looks at leadership and performance. Through our ongoing research at Healthy Place to Work, we see that healthy leaders tend to outperform their competition. But what is healthy leadership? And how do leaders become role models for healthy behaviors? The reality is the new world of work requires leaders to dial up certain aspects and dial down others so that they can create an environment where their people can successfully navigate what is an increasingly complex and challenging corporate climate. Instead of emphasizing short-term outcomes, today's leaders and managers tend to concentrate on honing the internal characteristics that serve as the foundation of healthy leadership. BT Ireland is a great example of an organization that knows the importance of healthy leadership and the effect that it has on the health and well-being of their workforce. Following their recent achievement of being certified as a healthy place to work for the fifth consecutive year, we sat down with our managing director, Shay Walsh, and asked him about his thoughts on healthy leadership and delivering sustainable high performance. I started by asking Shay what it meant to him personally, but also to his team to be the first organization in the world to achieve certification as a healthy
1: place to work five years in a row. Just uh, my over, over, overall sense of pride in, uh, in the achievement. You know, it's uh, it's been a, a long journey. Two of those years were obviously during COVID as well, and it's progressed every year. So um, you know, I, I feel that it's a it's it's a collective sense of pride, not just the pride mm-hmm. of the of the leaders in the organisation, but it's it's down to everybody's collective efforts uh, to improve, using the feedback to improve. Uh, the organization that we all work in, so Mm. really, really proud. I'm just interested, you say the pandemic uh,
0: years, did you feel because you had done this ahead of the pandemic that maybe you were one step ahead of most organizations? Because a lot of organizations only just when the pandemic hit suddenly made health and well-being Mm. a number one priority. but.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know that that was certainly an element. we actually probably thought when when uh, during COVID we probably thought the health of the organization would would reduce. Mm. Actually, it improved mm. um, because people saw that we were uh, authentic in in actually taking this seriously. Um, so when the pandemic hit, um, the first thing we were concerned about was people's health and well being, um, and therefore immediately. Uh, allowed everybody to work from home and obviously our technology underpinned that um but that was a really important uh, element to emphasizing that you know we were going to walk the talk not just simply talk about uh, the healthy place to work um, it really kind of it really came home for that for that uh, for those two. Years. It's interesting because we often talk about it as being something that you're building resilience
0: into the, the whole organisation, mm-hmm. um, and I suppose that's what you had already done a little bit by actually going through the process, is building that sense yeah. of resilience, so that when COVID hit, you were able to respond.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it's um, you know when you think back to it, um, we now have we now have got uh, two years of measurement before that. Yeah two years during it, and then, of course, this fifth year. So we're actually able to compare the, the progress mm-hmm. around those areas of mental resilience, of camaraderie, um, and and, and we, we saw that steadily improve. And, and of course, this is a feedback loop, yeah. so we don't just take the results and then wait for another 12 months and then survey people again. We actually act on the on the comments, on the feedback and the data that we get. Uh, and that allows us to, to, to improve the organisation for everybody. So, take you back five years, right? Uh, just a
0: very open and honest question from us, right? Obviously, when we're talking to organisations now, we have lots of proof points, we have data, we have research, we have, you know, all sorts of case studies and videos to justify why it's worthwhile going on this journey. But when we came to you five years ago, right, <laughs> we probably had a model and methodology and a, and a brand, and it was brand new, mm. and you guys went with it. Why, why did you take that chance? <laughs>
1: You know what? I, mean, I think it, for, for us, um, the healthy place to work really got into uh, areas that were really important to us to measure. So, um, yes, you know, we do have a your say uh, survey every year, an employee survey, but it, it kind of focuses on the job, um, you know, uh, customer experience and how we're driving that, etc. Uh, the healthy place to work, uh, survey got into much deeper areas of the individual and how, where they were and um, how they were connected to their, to their colleagues and, um, you know, their physical and their mental health. And, um, and, and for us, it conformed with our uh, ethos that, you know, we, we have a, a, a value driven business. Uh, you know, we have values and we're a purposeful business. And um, we are also a service business so our our people are massively important to us in terms of our customers and you know that that old adage that if you look after your employees they will look after your customers um but it it, it hit a number of, of points for us which was you know we taking customer experience very very seriously and doing well on that and trying to improve that uh, meant that we then made the connection to the person and if the employee and the person feels valued, feels secure, feels connected to their, to their colleagues, they will work better with their colleagues. Um, and then that's all underpinned by the, the the direction of the company is going and, and do they believe the leaders are bringing them in the right direction as well. So for us, it's all connected and, and the Healthy Place to Work measures those things in a much more profound way than any other satisfaction uh, survey we could mm. do or other other way of measuring the business. Because there's two sides to it. Obviously, you're giving a data set
0: back around the health of the workforce under a number of areas, but also the the health of the organization itself and that workplace in the organization. So, so how important
1: was it for you guys to have
0: measures that you could monitor and that you could manage on an ongoing mm-hmm. basis?
1: If you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Um, And yes, look, we we all still measure revenue and profit and gross margin and all those things, and they're important because obviously those things pay pay for the investment of the company, they pay salaries, etc. But um, we we also, you know, having a data set that accurately measures um, uh, the individual's um, satisfaction and happiness uh, in terms of you know where they are with the organisation, where they are with their with their people, that data set is really important because you know not only do, do we get it by individual, we get it by team, we get it by age group, we get it by gender. So it really allows us to kind of go well if so people are experiencing the company in different ways using these data points. Why is that different? Is it the team environment? Is it the the uh, the location that they're working from? Our field engineers experiencing the business in a different way, let's say than our than our office-based staff. So it really kind of gave us a way to 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 adjust how we then took actions out of that for those individual teams, rather than just having a you know a homogeneous one one uh, plain vanilla approach to everything. Yeah, because I think
0: the truth of it is what we find is the art of this is consistency. And if you're joining an organisation, sometimes there can be an inconsistent uh, employee experience, dependent upon. What division? What department? Yeah.
1: What location? Yeah, that you're actually in. in? Yeah, uh, our Dublin employees, you know, thinking things are different from our Cork employees. So we want everybody to be on the same page because everybody looks after our customers. And and, and what we've seen in our in our other data sets is uh, an, also an improvement uh, in parallel. If you look at our customer experience statistics, our net promoter scores, uh, we have a deep insight. Uh, measurement called um, uh, CRQ, Customer Relationship Quality, and if we look at those over those five years, they have also improved in, in pretty much in lockstep with uh, with the Healthy Place to Work scores that we've got as well. So there are a number of of other kind of uh, validation points that are that are pointing in the right direction. That if you if you do focus on the feedback that you're getting, make this a better place for people to work in, where they feel more connected to their employ to their colleagues uh, and their managers. Um, uh, it's 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 a it's a it's a positive feedback loop that that we go into and things improve overall. So, sort of CEOs leadership, uh, you know, it, it's probably
0: something that's come across to me more than. Uh, a lot of things in the last five years is the importance mm-hmm. of leadership in terms of this so there's two statements yeah. in the the question uh, set that we run uh, one is that senior leaders care about the health and well-being of the people in the organization yeah. and the other one is that they're role models for healthy behaviors yeah, yeah. so just
1: looking at both of those what are your thoughts on on those um i think people um look to the leaders and uh, to see what their behaviors and are their behaviors consistent with what they're asking others to do um, and if they're showing uh, a, a consistency between what they're saying is important to them and how they're demonstrating it themselves, that is noted. Um, and if there's a disconnect, people think that, you know, what, these are just words um, when they see the leaders um, walking the talk uh, and talking about it often and frequently and, and with authenticity. Um, people do the cynicism because every look, people can be cynical. But they're going, oh, you know, this is this is these are all the right words and in the right phrases," but do they actually believe in it? Do they actually talk, uh, put these things in action? I think when you know what, what is integrity. Integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's watching, and if, and if people see that consistency of, of of the leaders, not just me but my management team, um, doing uh, those things, getting involved in those activities. Um, talking about a healthy place to work as important to us as as a leadership team, then people actually do go. Do you know what? There is, you know, there's 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 momentum behind this. There's sincerity behind it. And um, you know, the the, the color and the cut co- and the cuffs match. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. to to mix metaphors, But yeah. I really was there anything,
0: sort of, uh, during the process that, like, because you were sort of saying this is important, and then suddenly somebody's going, "Oh, hold on a second, Jay, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do?"
1: anything uh, that you were pulled up on don't get caught uh, get, getting a mars out of the vending machine <laughs> that kind of stuff um yeah i mean like, you know the the uh, i think um you know so i mean like, att- even even simple things right i know we we you know there's important things that we we have done and uh, you know it's it's obviously the the, the things like, you know, ensuring that we have healthy diets. So we have, you know, we have free fruit in the canteen, um, you know, o- online yoga, Pilates. So there's, there's those things. But, you know, if you if you're also seen doing them as well. And, um, you know, um, you know, cycling to work where you can walk into meetings where you can, you know, that's just the are th- some of the obvious optical ones you can do. But I think, you know, when you start talking about um, uh you know, people's own health. You know, so when you talk about uh, our involvement with uh, women in technology, when, when we talk about LGBTQ, we, we talk about it in a, in a sincere way. We bring it up to the, to the surface. We talk consistently that a diverse and inclusive culture um, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a focus for us because a diverse and inclusive and equal organization, um, people are more secure in that. They do uh, better work, um, better decisions are made. Um, and, and and values are more important um and if, it, if an organization can reflect this as a society that it's in you know it, it is a better organization to work in it actually um back to the data points it you know it's proven time and time again organizations that actually walk the talk that live those live those kind of focus on on people diversity inclusion equality uh, and measure it um, are more profitable in the long run um, and are better places to work for people. There's lower employee churn, customer satisfaction is up. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's the case for it. You know, I mean, but, but but people need to understand you're, you're not always just chasing it just for the profit end of it. It has yeah. to be the other metrics are as important to you. The profit obviously is the end result, but the profit kind of looks after itself. If you look after your people, look after your customer and you get, you know, obviously you have to have the right products and the right services sure. and all that kind of hygiene factors. But once you get those elements stuff, the rest We'll, we'll look after. And so, in terms of those metrics around retention and the like, have they been correlating to the results? Yeah, I mean, like we, we've, I mean, obviously in the in the in the Great Resignation, we did see, as everyone else did see, we saw a spike um, of of uh, of churn. But to be honest, our churn rates have been historically quite um, over those five years. You know, have been have been low. You know, so what five ten percent? Uh, it it did it did go up, and in uh, only in certain areas. You know. F- you know for those whose, whose skill sets are in much demand, yes. um, but you know, it, it, again, it's it's settled that back down again now to a kind of a five percent plus, you know, which is which is because you're operating in a really tough market. Yeah, in it's the tech a very sector. competitive marketplace, and people do, you know, I mean, when you get a good reputation, people, you know, if if you walk in and you're you're uh, into an interview and you're a BT employee, people. You know there's a tick in the box there people will interview you you know so the so so there's they're in demand and people are but we have you know we, we've we uh we we uh, historically we do have a um you know a fairly low churn rate but uh it's certainly something that we manage and there's a healthy churn as well by the way you know that's you a, have to have that's absolutely <laughs> right yeah you have to have um, new 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 people coming into the business as well so but i think we're at that i think we've, we've, we've now we've got a really good balance and uh, uh that spike was very much kind of uh, a, a nationwide spike as opposed to an individual spike in our and industry. I, I interest we talked about leadership and and the like and
0: you know do they really care about my health and well-being cascading that down to the manager and um, have the managers changed how they you know um manage in, to ensure it's healthier managers in the organization
1: yeah I'm like, i think i think everybody is very conscious of now being a, a role model as a manager you 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 have to you know you have to role model you have to demonstrate the behaviors um, I, I also think that so when we when we we have a management um, forum every quarter where we just talk to the managers bring them all together And we talk about this, we talk about diversity and inclusion. We talk about healthy place to work. It's actually a subject matter within the uh, agenda. So, you know, people need to see that, um, uh, hear that, that it's important for us to talk to our managers. And ultimately, as we say to managers, there's nobody else in this business. Everybody who works in BT Ireland works for one of these managers. So we we kind of make it more about, you know, how they can role model uh, the behaviours that are needed. Uh, To demonstrate consistency and congruence, that you know, is right throughout the organization, uh, and they're all hearing the same message, and then taking action on it. And again, they get their individual reports. Yeah. And so we can, you know, we can look at that. They know whether their teams are healthy. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and uh, and definitely, the you know behaviors do change over time.
0: Okay. So many people see what we do as a performance framework Mm -hmm. uh, that they operate to. Um, And in in just people love when you drill in, right, and really sort of say. what changes have there been over the last five years in this business? What's what's different that makes it actually a healthier place to work?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so as I kind of kind of mentioned uh, previously, there's there's the what I kind of consider the low lying fruit uh, literally, uh, which is like you know the, the healthy options, uh, the availability of um, of health checks, um, okay. uh, heart checks, uh, heart screening, blood uh, uh, cholesterol checks. Uh, but also then the, the kind of the positive um, activities of yoga, Pilates. Uh, we also then, as part of our um, uh, uh, social um, uh, club, we have a social and sports club, and we promote activities through that, like uh, uh, cycling, jogging, uh, playing golf, um, uh, sailing. You know, even even going up to Kiltiernan to do some some skiing stuff. Yeah, so hear, so yeah. so we employ. Activities. And you do all of those. I did the cycling <laughs> bit. Uh, Dodging knees prevent me from doing the running and the and the, and, the, and the skiing. But there's, there's those pieces um, uh, as well as volunteering days. They're really important to us. So we have a volunteering day. And one of the things that actually came out of Healthy Place to Work and the uh, the COVID piece was that people were kind of behind the screens all day. So mm-hmm. we went from being in, a, in an office environment where you're kind of up-walk talk, talking to people to being at a desk in front of a screen. Uh, and um, so we we commenced a kind of a uh, a day off, a break from 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 all electronics, okay. uh, and we took a number of those days. So we announced it and it was just a break. Take the afternoon off as a usually a Friday half day. Everybody, no, no emails, down no tools. calls, down tools, get out, have a walk, bring the dog for a walk, go out with the, the kids or your partner, whatever you have, mm-hmm. you have to do just to take a break, just or just go shopping. on Friday afternoon mm-hmm. when there's no one, you know, when the, when the shops are, are less busy, that that kind of thing. But on top of that, we, we've also have volunteering days where you also um, raise money for charities. Um, and we have a, a give as you earn um, uh, committee. And mm-hmm. what we do is uh, employees can give uh, amount of money per month. The company uh, adds to that, so tops that up. Uh, and then uh, we put that into a committee, organizes that and then we raise funds for that. So it's all part of the as you say, the consistency of the the health of the organization looking after each other, but also looking after communities who are who are less fortunate than ourselves. And you're
0: you're tied in with Leia too.
1: Yes. Yeah. Tied in with Leia. So, so, but, but those, those two things that we can, we can, we can go out, we can do a charity cycle or a charity run or a charity walk. So people are getting active Mm -hmm. and we're raising money for charity Uh, and it's consistent with, you know, that, that, that's a a number of different things on it. So all of those things have kind of been, we, we're, we're, we're focusing a lot more on those uh, uh, as part of the Healthy Place to Work.
0: I'm, I'm interested too, I mean, the whole area of autonomy and, you know, job crafting and sort of uh, deciding to have flexibility seems to be a big agenda item for, for talent mm. these days, right? Uh, and for, for you, I'm just interested to know what, what your view on, on that is in terms of, like, uh, many organisations are trying to define uh, is it working from at home a success mm. or not? Uh, have they sort of said it's going to be, you know, three days in the office, two days at home yeah. or whatever. How have you guys sort of navigated that whole area?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's funny, the, the you know, I think the opening conversations with people maybe three or four years ago where, how's your business doing or, you know, whatever topic of the day is. Every every single time you meet somebody who you may have not met for, for a while, either a customer or, or, or a, a partner in the business, um, they're all asked the same thing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what is your how you How are you getting people back in the office? So BT's official kind of um, policy guideline is that it's uh, and the tagline is three together, two wherever. Um, and you can choose which days they are and you can choose which offices they might be in. And if you're a salesperson, those three days might actually be three days with customers, two days at home. So, you know, there's a flexibility there. So that's that's the policy. Um, In BT Ireland, we've kind of, we treat everyone like an adult Um, and we've said, look, without a doubt, there are things that are better done face to face that you cannot replicate over teams or over over video, whatever video bridge or media bridge you want to use. so we do encourage people but i think it's it's incumbent upon us to make it worthwhile for people to come in mm-hmm. so that you know we we have you know whether it's town halls we have team meetings where people are kind of encouraged to come yeah together um so we we kind of try and make it a a good reason for people to come in so when they come in it's 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 a it's an effective day it's a productive day um rather than just saying you know, we're going to stand outside the door with a, you know, with a tickpot or with a, you know, a, you know, a, a, a lower as they yeah, had yeah, in Iron <laughs> Irish and Tommy and um You know that uh, we treat people like adults. That's that's it's quite
0: clear. Do uh, you think like the the workplace is going to make a comeback? Um, are, are people yeah. going to make the effort? Do
1: they miss it? You know what I, I I I don't. What's the Russian going back to 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 a five day? You know, everybody. Mm you know, cramming into cars and, mm. and into into uh, whatever, yeah, whatever, jams, commutes, yeah, yeah. into traffic jams Um if people are effective by working from home, they're happy working from home mm. and, it, and, it, and it gives them a better life, work life balance, although I do, do hate that term, mm. but it gives them more balance in their own lives. Then what's what's the problem? You know, yeah. like, I, I think we have to and um, be um, less prescriptive about it. Um, but nevertheless, I suppose you have to start from somewhere. You have to lay some kind of guidelines down. Um, but I, I think that the we'll probably never go back to, to the pre-COVID uh, period where, where people just got into a routine of coming into work um, when actually they could spend their time more effectively at home producing the exact same outputs. In yeah. fact, in, in most cases, maybe even more. Yeah. And have you noticed any difference in terms of productivity levels with
0: those working at home versus in here
1: um well, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to measure different roles in different mm. ways but but overall if you look at it as an overall performance the, the business our business our, our, our business has, has uh, delivered yeah. its revenue and its ebitda targets over the yeah. over the period last particularly over the last three years in taking into account COVID. so you'd have to say the collective output as measured by the overall metrics of, of EBITDA, gross margin, pro, uh, uh, revenue, you know, sales growth, um, uh, the cash that the produ- that's produced by the business, they have all gone in a positive direction. So, um, you know, that's probably a, a good uh, proxy for you know, uh, it ha- has has working from home hindered us? No, it hasn't. You know, in okay. fact, it has given us that flexibility. There's we have we're, obviously we run the, you may know we run the nine 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 service, the Ecast team. And there was always these taboos. Oh, we have to have them in a call center where it's a controlled environment where you know we have power, we have you know. Uh, so we, we we you know it's obviously in one of the most important. It is the most important yeah. um, uh, phone call somebody's probably going to make uh, yeah. at a very difficult time. So that call has to be answered, you know. But with with uh, with COVID, we were able to then um, necessarily have to move people back out into their into their uh, into their homes. Um, and, and they really uh, you know that has been a real kind of now some of them a lot of people have decided to go back into okay. the call center but it has given them that flexibility and it also kind of broke that um uh, like as I said at to like a rule that oh no we have to have them in the call center now we don't have to in the call center um,
0: so a 999 call could be going to somebody in their home basically actually, yeah no, no, we, they, they, have their, they have their
1: laptops yeah. and they have their uh, broadband, et cetera. So, you know, it's it, it, it's definitely uh, all of that stuff has to be controlled to ensure that the call is answered. And, you know, and there is a mix, but it, sure. again, it introduces flexibility, even into a in, even into a role that perhaps before COVID we'd never thought could have been done from home. So, you know, they're, they're the type of, it has changed the workplace, I think forever. And on that basis is a um, healthy place to work
0: providing you with data that, uh, so for example, if those people were in the office five days a week, you can pick up if maybe they're getting burnt out or whether or not they're a bit disconnected or isolated. Yeah. Whereas when they're working from at home, you don't have that sort of visual piece. Does that then provide you with data that kind of means you're keeping connected with those people?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely um, there's definitely metrics. We can we can measure by team, we can measure it by region. And, and in some cases, though, you know, our call centers, one is in Ballyshan and yeah. the other is in Navan, so we can have a view on that. Um, and indeed, you know, we, we can actually, we've seen um, uh, improvements in those healthy place to work scores in those areas as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, the, and then you can see from the comments, you know, why people are feeling that way. So that so those data points are really, they, uh, they're, they're real rich insight to, for, for us as to, are we on the right track? Do we need to change tech? What else do we need to do? Um, are feeling people, people are feeling they are disconnected, you know, should we encourage them to be spending more time back in the office because, you know, to connect back with their colleagues, that kind of stuff. So it's, you know, it's massively important data points for us. But one other one,
0: uh, you know, mental health is a, a big issue. Uh, Organisations are really um, making it a priority. Yeah. Um, so how has that been for BT Ireland?
1: Yeah, I'm like, again, what we've done is uh, with, with our partners, layers, we've run um, seminars and, and and talks around mental resilience mental health um particularly not just for um uh, the adults but also for because like a, a lot of our employees our parents or parents or their aunts and uncles or their you know they they uh, an important role in in um the next generation and they have experienced covid in a in a difficult anybody who's had teenagers or like yeah. I've had through that covid period it was really really tough um and if you're a parent and you're worried about your your son and your daughter, and your employee—you know—I um, think we have an obligation to help. Um, you know, with some of the ideas and, and and themes around building up mental resilience, and you know, it's not—it's okay not to be okay. Um, and but again, like being able to come in to talk to, to to your to colleagues, whether whether that's physically in the office or just over Teams called a chat, and um, people can open up those questions like, "How are you feeling?" and "How are you know, things?" I think. COVID actually in many ways has kind of opened up because people suddenly saw an insight to people's lives. Everybody's house was on display yeah, behind them, you yeah. know, and it kind Very of just personal. gave people a little bit more of a personal contact with somebody. And I, you know, I found that we, you know, a lot of people had those kind of conversations. Um, and, uh, but I think, you know, again, when, 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 you, when you focus on a healthy place to work, you then begin to focus in on, okay, well, this is the team that we need to work on. Um, and and we'll get the experts in to hold those seminars, and they were they were all very well attended, you know, and 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 just kind of general parenting yeah. uh, activities, uh, uh, lectures and um, and seminars as well uh, were really important. Um, again, all 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 underpinned by, you know, the the team. Is this gonna? Is this so going the, to improve the families the themselves were able to take part in, really? Uh, in some cases, yeah. I mean, like um, uh, our parents' network. Uh, has obviously um, uh, is also part of her so that's a that's something that we, we started up um as well so the parents network uh, is for, well, obviously for employees but also spells of employees as well and they got to attend some of these lectures as well because it was encouraged that the the partners uh, uh, attend them as well so okay. there's, there's definitely tentacles being spread um, because of it. Yeah, and, and obviously your BT
0: Young Scientist is just a fantastic thing. Mm. Uh, that, that's been a huge success, so yeah. congratulations on that. Just kind of the final area that I know you're very passionate about, the environment and sustainability and, and ESG, and you're part, yeah. I think, to uh, BITC, aren't you, yeah. a business yeah. in the yeah. community. Um, how do you see sort of the data set that you're getting from Healthy Place to Work um, contributing to that whole area?
1: It's totally consistent with the measurements from from an ESG perspective um, because they, you know, it, it measures pretty much the same things um, that need to be measured in order for you to really truly be, you know, uh, talk about ESG, not as a uh, as a buzzword, but actually something that is profoundly bedded into the business. Um, and, and the uh, this, this is not just the society, but the social aspect of, of, of people in work. Um, as I said, their 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 resilience, their mental and physical health, and um, and how they contribute to society as well. So you know we do talk about, you know, it's a great example. The Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition is something that we do that actually, you know, has a profound positive impact on on um, uh, on the students that attend it. But then the ongoing impact that they have in the world. You know, the 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 students that go on to study who are encouraged then to stay within STEM subjects to go on to third level, who, who go on into, you know, whether it's whether it's the IT side of it or whether they go into biomedical um, careers, they go on to to improve life and improve the, the world as well. So it, it's it's kind of it's it's connecting that it, and BT's purpose is to connect for good. And we do talk um, to our to our BT group colleagues about, you know, the BT Young Scientist Technology Exhibition and, and BT and putting that on. Is probably the greatest manifestation of that purpose, and in in real life, because it actually does good for for not just for the week that it's on, but yeah, for forever. Absolutely. I mean, like some of our past winners, our first winner, is as a judge, and he's he's uh, a, has a massively successful biomedical company in um, in the states. We've obviously had very commercially successful winners in the past, like Stripe and uh, yeah. the Collison Brothers, but also recent winners. Uh, our, our winner this year actually is, is really kind of uh, an important because they the, the, the two, uh, Liam and Shane, did a study on, on the importance of, of secondary level education um, for, um, for teenagers um, and adolescents. Um, and, and because they started their project before COVID, they actually were measuring and talking to students right across and in all schools in, in different backgrounds, fee paying schools, dash schools, etc. Uh, and the impact and the importance that education has on all those things so you know um you know coming coming right back to, to BT Ireland, then you know people who are involved in that we we, we don't just organize it uh, or, or uh, sponsor it we organize yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. and our employees get involved in that and again that's a complete consistency it's it's a week where we're giving to other people we're giving to society we're giving to communities um and and there's nothing but Good vibes that come out of that, um, and and it, and again, it's it's a reinforcing positive loop. I've been and there. For it's the it's just
0: yeah, you it's should iconic. be so proud of yeah, it. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny when people talk about health. Oftentimes, they they think very narrowly of health, but like social well-being is part of health. This, you know, understanding mm-hmm. that you have an impact outside of these four walls or outside of just PT yeah. thinking about profit or whatever, yeah. and that's you've shown that and and what yeah. you've done for the the kids in Ireland and mm-hmm. for the community is stunning, absolutely yeah, stunning. Yeah. But also, learning is a critical part of being a healthy place to work, and yeah. the learning that goes on there, yeah. it's just it's an absolute credit to you. So, yeah, well, uh, thank you very just, much keep it up we're hugely proud of
1: it we we will definitely
0: be keeping yeah. it up yeah so listen as a final question um for organizations who are maybe kind of toying with the idea of mm. actually going on the journey to become a, a healthy place to work what advice
1: would you give them number one just do it uh, <laughs> probably the first piece but i think i think it's it's such a rewarding activity because people might think oh you know what if i measure it and it's crap uh you know well then you've got something to work on, you know, you've got, you've got a, you've got a reference point to work on. And, and to be honest, when we went into it first, we were, you know, we were, uh, um, in trepidation when we got the results. Um, but you know, we were, we were pleasantly surprised and we had, we had a, we had a, we had a, a, a base to build on. But the first thing is because it measures, it. then you can manage it. Mm. Then you can look at the, the comments really give you a, a, a good flavor, but also the data analysis that comes out of it. So I'd encourage anybody who wants to take, you know the health of their employees seriously and if they're really serious about it uh to to you know strongly consider doing it um and uh, and don't just do it once you know you know uh, try and use it to improve for the next year um and uh you know only good things can come out of it you know because uh you will get some great if nothing else you're great great insight into a different angle and a different insight to your to your employees and um, and and the the richness of the data that comes out of it, um, uh, it, it acted upon uh, will improve your business 100%. You know, it has improved our own business. Um, uh, uh, and by any measure, whether that's customer satisfaction, whether it's just the profit of the organization, whether it's the, the, uh, the actual healthy place to work score itself, um, it improves your business. So do it. Well, I have to say,
0: um, authentic leadership, is really important and you have shown, honestly, and I'm not just saying that uh, every time I talk to you, mm. you're very passionate about the subject mm-hmm. and I think it cascades through the organization. People understand that and they know that. Uh, so thanks a Thank million for, you for taking job. the chance Thank on us at the start, by the way, and uh, continued success in the future. Keep up the good
1: work, all right? Thanks so much, John.
0: Cheers. Thank you. Our thanks to Shay and the team at BT Ireland for inviting us to their headquarters in Dublin and for providing such insight into their real authentic leadership and for demonstrating a a real passion for the health of their workforce and workplace. Continued success and roll on year number six of being a healthy place to work. So uh, that's it for today's podcast. If you have ideas or you want us to deal with particular topics, please feel free to contact us at info at healthyplacetowork.com or you can follow me on LinkedIn. Until the next time, work healthy.